You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. Peace out, 2022. You've heard our recap. Today, we're telling you what we are saying goodbye to and intentionally leaving behind in our relentless pursuit of the transformational move of God in our lives and the lives of others. So we've gone over a few things that you don't want to, you want to leave behind in 2022 mm-hmm. and that you're not going to take forward into 2023. Um, one was the spirit of heaviness. Yeah. The other was fear and anxiety is yep. not coming. Mm-hmm. You're going to work on exposing darkness in the moment. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, not unraveling when you know what to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you could, if you could have like a word or a phrase or a thought for 2023, what is it? And you can answer separately or together, but discipline, discipline. That's what I am absolutely focusing on in 2023 is tightening that belt spiritually. Okay, so I've been on quite a physical journey, Mm -hmm. you know, for the past few years now. But what the Lord has shown me through it is that can so easily become a God. Yes. And it started to do with me because I started to get, you get like hyper-focused on it. And and not that you mean to, it's just, it just happens because you end up seeing results or you see a lack of results. Mm -hmm. So either way, you just get super hyper-focused. He's going to get like, just focus on being righteous, focus on him. He's going to give, give you everything. And this thing started to occur with me where every moment I tried to intentionally focus on the Lord. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if I was working. I didn't care if I was hanging out with Joe. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if I was with my children. I didn't care if I was, I don't really watch TV anymore. I let that go in 2022. That mm-hmm. was a big one. I barely watch TV ever anymore. And if I do, it's usually a preacher. Right. And that was huge for me. Movies too. I don't watch nothing because I was actually in post like 2020. Not that you can't, but it's right, just something that you've been it started to become a stronghold through. for me mm-hmm. because that whole like um, just binging shows, I like that sucked me in fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like a comfort, love cozy, comfy. I'm that's like I really enjoy that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, being able to like binge watch shows was such a draw for me, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. There's some people that hate watching TV. Well, it was normalized too. Everybody was doing it. Yeah. yeah. And so that like I realized how bad that sucked me in, and finally, I just cut it off. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, for that kind of stuff, it's only cold turkey. Right. I I got sucked into that, and the crazy thing was that like two things that I allowed myself to binge watch opened a spiritual door. Mm. And it was crazy because the things that tried to come through that door were uh, anxiety, fear, and lust. Mm. Anxiety, fear, and lust, all in the same package. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy, and the things about these different... Uh, these two different things that I was watching where they, they were they were very nostalgic. These people did a very good job mm-hmm. of 
placing it in the the era that I grew up in in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like the malls in there looked exactly yeah. the same with the, the neon lights and the mm-hmm. clothes and the language the and music. Yeah, yeah the, everything was like spot, spot. on. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good in a sense of like bringing me back to that relatable place. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the seeds planted in my life that manifested into perversion mm-hmm. were planted in that era. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden. It wasn't like these things just manifested out of me or came into my life in that way, but there was like a familiarity, a familiar spirits that tried to come knocking. And that's how those things, they always start off innocent. Mm -hmm. When you you get deep into sin and into garbage and junk, it's all, every, every time it starts off as innocent. Yeah. And all of a sudden over time... It it takes on a new form and mm-hmm. it's no longer innocent. Yeah. And now you feel you feel guilt when it happens, or you recognize that some stuff has entered in that mm-hmm. you didn't even. Sometimes they don't even know how it got there. Where sometimes you have to go back and figure out, okay, what did I start doing mm-hmm. that all of a sudden causes me to have to you know pray every night before I go to bed because I started to get anxiety attacks in the middle of the night now. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's really sneaky how they do things because the when when the introduction to it happened it was like oh this is sci-fi yeah but all of a sudden as it continued it got there was weird. more witchcraft yeah and it was like real stuff mhm i was like wow this is stuff that they're 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 putting out there for children to watch mhm there's even um i i didn't watch the show that he's watching he was watching. Yeah. He was watching. But there were even shows that me and you have watched before mm-hmm. that are very popular that I've that I also had to stop watching because it got real witchcraft crazy. And I was like, what is going on? And that's crazy to me that these like people, newer series yeah. that we were both watching. And I was like, mm. yeah. and all of a sudden you're see, that's that's the Holy Spirit, man. Mm-hmm. When you get that prick, mm-hmm. listen to it. Because if you choose, because it's a choice, Mm -hmm. God gave you free will, he will allow that Holy Spirit to prick you. Mm -hmm. But if you do not accept that obedience and just stop right when you get that prick Mm -hmm. and you're like, no, 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 it's fine. And you continue on, you're always going to get yourself into trouble. And you're going to end up at the end, you're going to feel like this emptiness and like, well, that wasn't even worth it. No. Right. No. Mm -hmm. There, It got to me in the stuff that I just kept watching is after I would watch it, because you know, I you feel empty. Mm-hmm. I felt like crap, yeah. and then it got to a point where I was like, I need to stop this. And so I just yeah. co- your like, diet was was garbage. The, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, as we're talking about, this, we haven't name dropped any shows, but there was a show that came out more recently called Euphoria, and I was watching this um, a YouTuber who I watch because of like makeup and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to me because nothing about her platform, and she's British, like she lives in England, but nothing about her platform is Christian. You know, it's not, it's only about like makeup and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But she made a mention of, she said, had had anybody watched the new episode of Euphoria? And she goes, I got to be honest. It was so dark. It made me, I walked away and I kind of felt physically sick. Mm, Yeah. How bad does a show need to be yeah. that somebody that doesn't even have any baseline yeah. in Christianity and isn't close to God at all yeah. 
feels grieved. Well, yeah. we're, we're created in his image and likeness. And, right. And even... There are still certain movies, though, that I watched when I was very young mm-hmm. that still will try to come back into, into thoughts of my memory. That they bothered me so. Oh, those neural. The devil, re- are... those devils rejects was one of them. Mm. That scarred me, mm-hmm. and I'm 38 years old, and to this day, sometimes I'll be randomly just like doing something, mm-hmm. and one of those images will like, fl- yeah. like fling across my brain, and I was like, "Get out!" Like, just yeah. Lord, remove that movie. Forgive me for watching it. Just get that out of my head. Mm-hmm. Right now, in Jesus' name. But those things, like, that's the crazy part about all this media stuff and the streaming is things cannot be unseen. Yep. Yeah, your, your neural pathways and all the... You talk to anybody, you know, what's your favorite scripture verse? What's the address? Like, you shut your eyes and you try and picture, you know, how that's written, where it's written. Mm-hmm. It's like hard to bring up a mental Even picture, me right but now, you, I you think about it. the per- first pornographic image you were ever exposed to, mm-hmm. and your flesh will try and bring that up right now in yeah. full detail. It's it's not good. That's why we have to minimize what we're exposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have these different things happen in this year, and and like those little things that try to open doors. So we've been closing doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we just went through something. Um, with some social media stuff. Um, There's specific people that are good people. They're they're Christian people or whatever. They're in the body of Christ. Um, I would have them on social media outlets, and I don't use those for much other than, you know, ministry stuff or or with Mm -hmm. businesses. So if I scroll through the feed... On the toilet. <laughs> As many do. Yeah, the continuous scroll or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, infinite scroll. If I if I find myself doing that, and I find like one after another um, post of something, you know, that's perverted or, or not sound or something, and it's something where I don't have the ability or capability or the responsibility to reach out to that person and say, Hey, this isn't good or whatever. A lot of times I'll unfollow or unblock. So I don't see it. You'll block them. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of times I just flat out block them because if their name pops into my head, I want to be able to pray for them and I want to be able to do it fruitfully. So if, if this person or though like whatever happens or, or I hear something, you know, so-and-so got in a whatever accident, Mm-hmm. I want to be able to pray for them with my whole heart without battling the flesh on what I seen that they posted or what I seen that they said, right? And we've even had situations where I've been trying to remove stuff like that, you know, that are uh, relationships that can't produce fruit because of, you know, the flesh or whatever. And even those things have caused little weird upsets. Um, there was a particular person on YouTube that I like to follow, very clean uh, food stuff, mm-hmm. uh, left it on, and it would just go one video to the next. Right. And then all of a sudden I wake up in the middle of the night because we left the TV on, and now it's on a video where he's in a 
uh, culture that practices voodoo and he's in a hut with them and they're chanting in my bedroom in the middle of the night. Yuck. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Come on, man. This like, stuff gets crazy. So now that everybody's YouTubing and like showing stuff, we're actually like an outsider is able to like watch the transformation take place, whether it be good or bad. So this person, right? Because they vlog yeah, for years. This person and you see started off like amazing, mm-hmm, and yeah. w- like through the years, like his parents are like missionaries to this day. We've literally seen weird things take place now, where like never once would any alcohol be consumed on any of his videos, mm-hmm. and now it's almost every video. Mm. And it's like, what happened? That's crazy. That yeah. we just watched that. Do you know what's interesting is that. Aza Raskin, is that his name? He's the one that invented Infinite Scroll. I did a paper on him not that long ago. Yeah. And he seriously regrets that. Mm. Because very few people in the last two centuries, easily, have had such a deep and lasting impact on society. Mm. And he regrets the fact that he invented the ability to infinitely scroll because mm-hmm. his his intent was a more he was like a user experience yep developer yep and his intent was to make a more seamless experience when someone was using an app or a platform like a social so, social networking site yeah he never thought beyond that you know how when you go hunting enjoy your hunter you're supposed to make sure that you can see your target, but you also look what's behind it. Yeah. You got to look beyond your target. And he never, he acknowledges now that he never looked beyond his target. Mm. And um, there was a group of researchers that did just to kind of reproduce in a different way, the same, the same type of thing. Mm -hmm. They invented or had people use this trial refillable soup bowl. So they would be eating soup and the bowl would automatically be refilling with soup. So it was like a bottomless bowl of soup. Mm -hmm. And the people ate 73% more soup without realizing it. Wow. Mm. That's nearly double. Yeah. That's so much more that your, your eyes, the window to the soul. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Yeah. But yeah. that, th- so we, uh, we're background noise people when mm-hmm. we sleep. I know that some sleep people are like, how dare you? Us, right. me and Carlos are like, it's silent and it's pitch black. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. we're, we're just background noise people when we sleep. That's just how it is. We had a bad dog. <laughs> and, and the, the rears of that are mm-hmm. still affecting us like five years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we um we would have this show on like Joe's talking about because mm-hmm. it just automatically goes to the next one and it's a, a food vlogger yeah so I mean how bad can it be it's nothing crazy you know right. and it's just different types of foods in fact that's why I want to try biryani because you know it's like man that looks delicious he makes Which it look is delicious Indian food yeah yeah, yeah. little rice and curry. all of a sudden um uh, there was a few times where we started to get woken up in the middle of the night with weird spiritual things occurring mm-hmm. first of all recognize those things because right. That's an open door somewhere that needs to get shut. And the Holy Spirit will tell you what it is. So all of a sudden, like the second or third night in, I woke up in the middle of the night and the Holy Spirit immediately said, that's your open door mm. to that show. And so I told Joe the very, like, I, so I immediately shut it off. And the next morning I was like, 
that's become an open door now, and we can no longer do that. These are those things of obedience. Mm-hmm. These are those tiny little, tiny little things that may seem extremely invaluable Trivial. to somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. But for us, in our particular moment, in our particular season, in our particular life, that was an open door for us. Mm-hmm. So we can no longer have that. And so we have not watched it since then. And well, we haven't had any issue in the middle of the night anymore. Like, people may listen to this and be like, oh, man, you guys are extremists. There's nothing wrong with little Harry Potter or this and that. There is. And if you have to defend it, it's already got a foothold. So the thing with the TV show, and like Joe said, Mm -hmm. does want people to think we're radicals. Well, we are. Sorry. So Mm -hmm. if you don't like that, (laughs) you're going to have an issue. But here's the thing, though. That's how demonic things work, though. And you have to become aware of this. Otherwise, they're going to take you out every single time. Mm -hmm. So for us, that show started off as innocent. It was absolutely innocent because we enjoy watching all of the different countries that this man goes to Mm -hmm. and does the different kinds of foods. It's extremely, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's historic. It's history. Mm -hmm. Like it was meeting all of, we were finding out neat foods to do. It all started off innocent. And then all of a sudden, when it started to, um, we noticed that he was partaking of alcoholic beverages on the show when he was having people to him around. We're like, oh, that's kind of weird. That stinks because mm-hmm. we've never seen that before. Well, he used to, he, he would, they would offer him alcohol in, in the beginning years ago and he'd say, I don't drink. Yeah. You know, and he would always drink water. Like he'd be in like the, the hottest climate. Um, he, he was in San Salvador and he was, in a place. Shout out San Salvador. Yeah, he was in a place <laughs> and they were going through the city and they went into this little kitchen and like the lady who owned it was like, if you need to take a cold shower, you can shower here in our restaurant because <laughs> it was so hot and they're just sweating, right? Mm-hmm. And Carlos is nodding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so like he was like, oh, this is amazing. And then he's sitting there drinking this water and it, the bottle's just sweating, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh man, that looks appetizing. You know, that they're just hot in this place and they got this ice cold water and this spicy food that's Mm -hmm. making them sweat more. But all of a sudden, over a couple of years, when he started making money, Mm. he started getting, um, you know, through Patreon or whatever, Uh, these different sponsorships and things. And he he started selling a little bit of swag Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he's making money. And, and you can change, you can see the change of the caliber of restaurants that mm-hmm. he would go to. But then he started partnering with other YouTubers and other influencers, mm-hmm. all of which drink. Yeah. There's one in, in particular that's a heavy set, like way older guy. Like, I don't even know who his audience is because he doesn't talk much in the videos. He just eats a lot and drinks nonstop. So I don't know if he just paying for trips or what Hmm. but when that guy came into the videos it was like there was a huge shift in even how that he would approach food yeah it's like he sold out yeah but what i was getting at Mm -hmm. was uh it started off innocent and it was innocent and it was fine and then we noticed so again that's that holy spirit prick Mm -hmm. what if we would have stopped right at that point when we were like nah this guy's drinking. We no longer agree with that because that's what he came out of. I'm getting this off my TV now. Mm-hmm. But instead, again, we're like, it's fine. It's just TV. Like, it's just like him having food. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue. That's how these demonic things work is they convince you that it's fine. Right. It's not a big deal. 
okay? But then it keeps going. So all of a sudden, these demonic things start to fly under the radar. But here's the thing about obedience, is if you hear from the Holy Spirit about a, a menial little thing like a TV show, and you can't even obey the Holy Spirit when it tells you to stop watching that TV show, if you can't even be obedient in that, how are you going to be obedient in something big where he sends you to Africa? Right. And this this actually is one of the things that puts us in a position to to get to see some of the greater miracles. Mm-hmm. I was out plowing snow the other day. I was talking about it at church. And I was on the phone to pastor. And I was talking, and all of a sudden I said, hey, have you talked to this gentleman? And he's like, uh, I talked to him yesterday. And I said, I don't know what's going on, but we need you need to pray for him right now, and I'll agree. And all of a sudden he starts interceding. He's interceding, mm-hmm. right? This person's in the hospital, so he's interceding. And all of a sudden he says, hey, hey, I got to go. He's beeping in right now. Mm-hmm. And he was able to get off the phone and then have counsel with that person. Like those little things where all of a sudden, why, why, why is their face flashing before my mind? Why is their name coming? Why, why do I feel this, this unction? And then you have to be actuated by it. You have to move into a position of doing something about it, mm-hmm. right? Um, you, take, you take your kid somewhere and drop them off for a, a school thing or something and you, something just doesn't feel right, pick your kid back up. Mm-hmm. Right. It's your kid. How many times does something bad happen and people are like, I, something felt off and I just knew it. Yeah, yeah every time yeah. there's a After. car wreck with After. teenagers, yeah. you always listen to the parents. They're like, I just knew I should have let him go last night. Yeah. I just my, knew. My mother had that with me when I was 16 years old and and I got taken out that night at a church service by the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. fell flat on my face. Yeah, she made you go to a She had a that New that Year's night. Service. Mm-hmm. She said, "I don't know what it was, but that New Year's Eve when you were trying to force me to let you go out with your friends, I just had the worst feeling that something was going to happen to you." Mm-hmm. And for hours I just kept at her, right? Because a lot of the times, mm-hmm. these kids are convinced, and sometimes it works, that they're going to wear these parents thin. Yep. We're just going to keep at them. We're going to knock between mom and dad, and we're going to just keep going and keep going, and one of them is going to give in, right? Mm-hmm. But that particular night, my parents stood their ground after hours and hours and hours and hours of me going after You're them. so mad. And they mm-hmm. drug me to church mm-hmm. <laughs> on a New Year's Eve service when I was 16, and I literally sat in nor like pretty close to the back row mm-hmm. with my arms crossed and I had like a scowl on my yep. face and I was like this is ridiculous mm-hmm. I should be out with my friends right now and my parents have me at a church service on New Year's Eve and they had a pastor there that started praying for deliverances on people and the second light mm-hmm. was in the room it was time for the darkness to get exposed. Yep. So I knew that, I, like, you know that you have darkness, right? So I immediately was like, I have to get out of here. Yep. I have to get out of here. So I went to go stand up, and I don't remember anything after You took, like, four steps towards the door, and it was like a force, an unseen force hit you. Yeah. Like on a video game, and you just got hit. Yeah. Like, you got tackled. Like, 
I mean, a lot of the times. I mean, nobody was near at you. At church services, you'll see catchers. Yeah, but nobody not was near you situation. or touching you. Yeah. And you got, you flew backwards. It was weird. I, I love it when there's no catchers, seat. though. When there's no catchers, you know. But to be clear, I mean, nobody was near her to put their hand on no. her even. It was something else. Yeah. So I want to sum up what I've heard. 2023 is joy, resiliency, support for others seeking the same, freedom, no more tiny compromises, Mm -hmm. and more radical. This is like a list of sermons right now. This (laughs) this is going to be good stuff. I know. Honestly, if you're unchurched (laughs) and you, you don't feel like you have a place to go, come see us. Yeah. Because... All this stuff that that you might think is a little radical, it's it's normal. And once you get a taste and you see that the Lord is good, mm-hmm. you're going to acquire a taste for it. Yep. Our daughter asked us the other day, if you could go back to any age, what would what age would you go back to? And I, I, I can't. Once I've I, once I fully have, just in these past two years, have fully tasted and seen everything. And I, I can't even comprehend. It's not everything. Right. I, I just not have a everything tiny. Everything that you have to this point. I just have a mm-hmm. tiny morsel of what I've experienced in the past two years. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't want to go back to any age. I want to be right here, right now. Yep. Because I don't. There For is such a time as this. There is yeah. not one piece of me mm-hmm. that misses drinking or smoking or thinks I'm missing out on anybody Mm -hmm. going to bars and parties and all this kind of stuff. Not one tiny little piece of me. Nothing inside of me misses that. All that deliverance and all that stuff that we went through is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's miraculous. It's well-documented. But it's very, very, very topical. Mm -hmm. Like it's skin deep. Like God came in, he did work, he fixed things, mm-hmm. but it had nothing to do with true intimacy. Yep. And where we're at now, yeah. like 13, almost 13 years later, that yes, it's completely different. Yeah. And in, it's a new type mm-hmm. of deliverance and it's a new type yeah. of joy and it's a new type of intimacy with the Father. And I wouldn't want to trade that. No. Right. Because I know we're not even close to there yet. Right. Yeah. And where we're going is deep. Man. Well, in the in one of the episodes, because it was two parts about your testimony, Joe's testimony, um, I said your deliverance was merely a stepping stone. Yeah. Right? It's hu- huge. Huge. Your life has been transformed. You did a 180 in the opposite direction of the gates of hell. And you've been sprinting in that direction ever since well look at but, the look at the fun things that god's done too though look at christmas yeah we're on our way to christmas and heidi says oh blah 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 we should do this or that and i said what we should do is stop and get a gift because so and so is going to be there because god started to turn up our discernment and our mm-hmm. prophetic this guy hasn't been to a family christmas in like eight years about six years yeah i didn't think he was coming and it was he at didn't my come house. until almost the end they didn't even tell me they were coming <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're sitting here they come rolling in i'm like i roll in like oh, i knew i should have went to walgreens it was the only thing open i could have got him like a 
a box of chocolate covered cherries. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> but that's the thing is is having discernment like that. Twelve years ago, mm-hmm. wasn't even a thought. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, God, we're not gonna die. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We're not going to die because mm-hmm. we have life eternal. And even if we leave right now, to be absent from here is present with the Lord. Yep. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, give us money so we can pay bills. We've never paid our bills before. Mm-hmm. you know. And now all of a sudden we're like, this is different. This is seasoned. Right. So going into 2023, we have we have all the topics for your vision board. <laughs> Joy, resiliency, support, freedom, no compromises, get more radical. As we move forward, I know people have asked about it. We've been teasing Heidi's t- version of the testimony. It's not ready yet, right? Yeah. But we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. We We haven't forgotten, and it's unique. We're going to get there. Um, 100% what Joe said, if you're unchurched and you need a place to go, we're always there. Reach out on social media, contact us. We'll make sure you know how to get there, what time to show up. Um, but yeah, 2023, here we come. It's going to be exciting. Woo. Fire. Yeah. you so much for joining us today. We pray that you found encouragement through what we've shared. We would be so honored if you would make sure that you're following us. You should also find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at at the real king podcast. That's at T-H-E real king podcast. And don't forget, we put out new episodes every Monday. See you next time.